All right, boys, welcome back to the channel. In today's video, we're gonna keep it short, we're gonna keep it sharp, we're gonna keep it concise, just like yesterday, as I promised. And today, I'm gonna talk you through five foods that I eat every single day without fail to get and stay in fantastic shape. Okay, so we're gonna get straight into it. Number one, eggs. I could speak all day about eggs, but your time is precious, my time is precious, so I'll give you a quick 30 second summary. Eggs are nutrient dense. What that means is that they are packed full of protein, fats, and carbs. Now, anybody who has any sense, including myself, as a qualified nutritionist, by the way, will tell you that the best diet, A, is one that you can stick to, but is B, is one that is omnivorous, so eats plants and eats meat, or animals, whatever you wanna call it, and fish, and is balanced. Balanced across all of your macronutrients, and eggs are one of the biggest box stickers when it comes to that. Now, there might, you might have seen, and you might be wary of some uh, studies that have been done around eggs. Trust me when I say this, all of the sort of scariest, most sensationalist studies around eggs are all observational studies. Now, an observational study is a very low level of scientific research. It, it, it's not very reliable. I've actually done another video on this. Uh, I can't remember what day it was, but if you scroll down, you will find it. And I've talked you through the different, different levels of scientific research. I think it was in the context of uh, talking about podcasts that you can trust around health and fitness. So yeah, go back, scroll back, check that one out. You'll, you'll definitely find that one interesting if you're into all that sort of stuff and understanding different levels of quality when it comes to scientific research in the nutritional world. But yeah, all of the sort of BS studies that have been done around eggs, are, well, they're exactly that. They're complete BS. They're observational studies, which basically means if I was to say to you, I would say to you, how many eggs did you have last year? And you would be like, uh, I, I don't know, like you might be able to do some very rough, you know, back of a, back of a fag packet uh, maths. You might be like, well, I probably had like three a week and there's like 52 weeks in the year. So like roughly like 150, like you have absolutely no idea though. And then also what it also does is it didn't take into account any other factor of your health, whether you're old or you're young, whether you're a man or a woman, whether you smoke, uh, your ethnicity, the genetic issues that you might or may, may or may not have, whether you exercise, whether you walk anywhere, anything basically. And then they just somehow managed to draw, an, draw a conclusion from that that eggs were bad for you. It's insane. It's insanity, but it makes very clickbaity headlines. So do not need to worry about that. Eggs are absolutely fantastic. They're a very high quality source of the nutrients as well. They're very good amino acid profile, which means the protein um, synthesis is amazing for that. So next up, again, I, I'm not going to tell you anything here that's massively groundbreaking, guys, but as with all of this stuff, it's about consistency, okay? So the next up, number two and number three, I'll talk about together, veg and fruit, or, or probably should have said fruit and veg, but let's mix things up, veg and fruit, okay? So vegetables are very voluminous, and the big benefit there is that particularly if you're looking to lose weight, if you're looking to cut, if you're looking to lose body fat, you want food that is high in volume, high in nutrients, but low in calories. And vegetables, because they're fibrous, your body really struggles to break them down, which means that they literally sit in your stomach. And if your stomach is full of volume, of actual mass, it's less likely that you're going to be hungry because you're not physically going to have the space to put more stuff in it. So vegetables are very low in calories. They're basically, 
vegetables are effectively solidified uh, uh, water, basically. It's a bit strange, but they're like carbohydrates as well. But again, they're, they're, they're fantastic, full of nutrients, full of vitamins and minerals. So, and they're very vol voluminous, like I said. And obviously the benefit of being high fiber is, is fantastic as well. And then fruit, depending on the fruit that you eat, I'm gonna be specific because I told you five foods. I eat, blue I eat blueberries every single day. And blueberries are very good for antioxidants. Uh, very high in antioxidants. So yeah, we've got eggs, we've got veg, we've got fruit. So those are three. Number four, a little bit spicier, dark chocolate. So I won't give you my whole life story, but I used to have, or I still do, I suppose, an incredibly sweet tooth, like literally like chocolate every single day. And by the way, for like 95% of people, that is absolutely fine. As long as you're eating chocolate within your sort of calorie allowance, which, you know, it's relative to your goal, you can eat chocolate every single day. You can have whatever you want as long as it's within your calorie allowance. If you're looking to lose body fat, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, it doesn't matter as much about what you eat as much as it does how much you eat. Now, it's not a case of just calories in, calories out because you're not a robot and food is very closely tied to how you feel. And if, for example, the extreme end of this is if you were to just go and eat McDonald's every single day, which is what the sort of idiot says, oh, well, I'll just eat McDonald's every day. It's like, good luck then, mate. Go and do that. You'll feel like utter crap within like two days, probably, probably even one day. So you're not going to want to do that. And equally, you're not going to want to just have a diet of chocolate, right? But you could have a good diet where, you know, 80, 90% of it, you're eating for function. You're eating to sort of hit to work, make progress towards your goals. And 10% of that is complete fun. Well, that could be anything. It could be crisps, could be chocolate, could be alcohol, could be anything. But for me, I was like, I'm kind of like at a point now where I was like, I kind of done all that. And I was like, I really want to like optimize now. And I've done another video on optimization and who should optimize. And by the way, if you're looking to lose body fat, if you're, you know, looking to put muscle on, if you're just getting into this stuff, you don't need to be optimizing. You need to be doing the basics consistently. But if you are in pretty good shape and you're like, yeah, I want to take things to the next level, then you want to optimize. If you want to optimize, then you want to do you do want to cut out as much processed food, as much sugar as possible. And unfortunately, chocolate, fizzy pop, coke, all that sort of stuff, it is all processed stuff. So I made a decision uh, six months ago now to pretty much cut out as much sugar as I could from my diet, as much processed sugar as I could from my diet, like added sugar products. So I like chocolate and crisps and stuff like that. Now I'm not perfect with it, of course. I'm a human being, we all slip up and make mistakes, but I'm pretty good at it. And one of the best foods that keeps me on track with this is dark chocolate. Because to me now, my taste buds have adapted and it tastes just like regular chocolate. I love it. I get that. I get the endorphins and the dopamine that I used to get from chocolate now. I probably actually prefer it. I reckon if I went back to chocolate now, it would taste weird almost. So it takes a little bit of getting used to, obviously, like anything. But once you start to feel and see the benefit of it, you just want more of it. Now, of course, people say, oh, it's more expensive. Yeah, but like ultimately, the ultimate tax you pay if you're not looking after yourself is death. And that's far more important than spending an extra 50 pence or cents wherever you are in the world just to get some high quality dark chocolate. By the way, I don't go super crazy on the cacao, like 98%. I get the 70%. So it's not like crazy, like high on that scale. Um, but for me, that's good. And like, full of healthy fats and actually high in fiber as well. So nutrient dense at the same time. And then last but not least, not a surprising one at all, but I'm gonna say it because I think a lot of people are still confused on the topic, is meat. And actually I'm gonna tag fish onto this as well. 
But basically just not being, as I said at the beginning of this video, not being a bit of a dick with your diet and thinking that you should be a vegan or a vegetarian because honestly, particularly if you're a man, ve um, I tried to say meat and fish at the same time then, feet. <laughs> um, meat and fish are the backbone of your diet because, and it's mainly because of the amino acid profile, the high quality protein that is within these animal products, basically animal and fish products. The other benefit of the of the um, fish is the high omega-3 healthy fats within them as well. So there you go, guys, eight and a half minutes, uh, five foods that I eat every single day without fail, seven days a week, 365 days a year to stay, to get in shape and to stay in fantastic shape. So. If you enjoyed this video, you know what to do. Run it up, like, comment, subscribe, share, tell all your friends. Literally, like, tell all of your friends. Like, don't, I literally take this, go to WhatsApp, just copy the link, go to WhatsApp, broadcast. Do it now.